Welcome back to Generate Joy. I'm so happy you're here today. We have had the best weekend. It was not everything went according to plan and schedule, but I did have a really nice time getting away to with my husband. We drove up to um, the football game at Virginia Tech to watch our friend play football, and it did get rained out. Well, it got severely delayed. <laughs> we were soaked for hours and ran out of time to watch the game and had to head home. But my husband and I had so much fun. We were able to just enjoy time together, travel. We love traveling. We love driving and talking. So it was really great. I am back into the routine. We have groups coming in round the clock. We have um, like a ninth grade group here of 100 kids. We've got a men's conference this weekend. So our schedule is getting a little bit crazy right now. Um, Parenting, sports events, all the things. And so it is such a deep passion of mine to spur on women who are serving a ministry because there is such a need for us to stay faithful, for our marriages to be examples to other people on how they can pursue godliness and holiness and relationships. There's just so much importance of it, and I don't want to miss out on an opportunity to encourage you. And so with that said, a few weeks ago, I did an episode on a Monday mantra about being qualified to live the life that God has given me. And that was a thought that I was thinking on repeat all week when I would get in a lull or I would get kind of annoyed or frustrated or I would, you know, have those questioning moments of what am I doing? What is this all about? And I would repeat this phrase to myself, God has given you this life and you're qualified to live it. And I would remind myself of that. God is the one who has placed me in this family with my kids, with my husband in this season, in this ministry. And he's qualified me to do what I need to do to be thriving. And I don't need to get down in the dumps and feel sorry for myself. I don't need to feel like I don't know what to do. Like there's no rule book, right? There's no, someone has lived this exact life and this is what you're supposed to do before me. No, this is a fresh, brand new life that God has given me. And I get to use it to glorify the Lord. And that has been just, it must have really just hit home with some of you because I've received a lot of um, feedback, some interesting thoughts from other ladies who um, have just been encouraged and inspired by that. And so I wanted to take a deep dive today on this episode and just identify three ways to overcome imposter syndrome in your own life. So if you're not a minister's wife and you're listening to this, I guarantee you, you are going to get some good nuggets from this episode. So keep listening. I hope you're encouraged. Let's get into it. Welcome to Generate Joy, a podcast for gospel-centered women serving in ministry with their families. I'm your host, Amy Davis, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today because if you've been trying to find consistent encouragement from someone who understands where you're coming from in ministry, (laughs) well, you found it. Every week, I'm sharing ministry mom hacks, 
biblical encouragement, stories from other women just like you, and more. I want to help spur you on to good works. I want to help you stay faithful to the Lord by teaching you how to balance all the things and how to move from surviving to thriving and the life God has given you right now. I know you're going to be encouraged by this episode, so let's get started. Today, I'm sitting down by the Nantahala River recording this episode because I just love going for a walk in the morning, and this really just kind of spurred me on in my walk today, and I wanted to just go ahead and capture this moment and these thoughts to inspire you and encourage you without giving in to my just perfectionism mode where everything has to be perfect and I have to have everything edited down and the buzz and the hum and the birds. I don't need to have any of that. So if you're hearing a hum, that is the river in the background and it is beautiful. And I'm just wanting to share a piece of that with you this morning as I share these um, three ways to overcome imposter syndrome in your own life. So let's get into it. The first thing that we need to do to overcome imposter syndrome in our own lives is to acknowledge who we are in Christ. Yes, pretty much anything that we struggle with is due to either our disobedience or our lack of our focus on Christ and who we are in Him. So the first thing to overcoming imposter syndrome in your own life is to acknowledge who you are in Christ. Get centered recenter, remember who you are and whose you are and that God is still working on you, right? Christ came and he rescued us. He took our badness and gave us his goodness. He resurrected and that power that resurrected Christ from the grave is alive and dwelling in us enabling us to live the life that God has qualified us to live. And that in and of itself is like a, let's go, like, woo, they just get you hype when you start thinking like that. So that's number one. Number two, look back at your own achievements. Take a piece of paper, maybe write them down, go for a walk, reflect. I know sometimes when I get down in the dumps or feeling like someone else could be a better mom than me. Someone else could homeschool my kids better than I did. Someone else could um, tend to the needs of my infant better than me. I look back and I'm like, you know what? I had to pump for six months straight. We just could not get the whole nursing thing down. Um, There were some, you know, kind of traumatic things that happened with her birth. And I just could not get the hang of nursing. So I pumped three times a day and then I would feed her. And I look back at that time and I'm like, I invested in our relationship. Like I poured into her like time over and over and over by providing her for her needs. And I was able to do that with the body that God's given me. And it was something that I look back on now and I'm glad that I did it. But I, you know, can sometimes get in a rut of like, oh, someone could be a better mom to my kids than me. And I'm like, wait a second. No, I worked it. I worked hard and I did 
what I needed to do to make sure my daughter was getting the best that she needed and did what I thought was best at the time. And God provided a way for that. And that looking back on that, that empowers me now of like, okay, I did what I needed to do. And that was awesome. What else have I done? Well, I taught my kids how to read and write. That's great. And I look back and I see these little nuggets of things that um, help me just know that I'm not a fake in my life. Like I have participated. I have accomplished some things and I've been able to serve and give to my family and my community. And it helps just bring back another layer of just being centered and recognizing, okay, I have done some things. This is working. I just need to keep, keep being myself, keep doing what God's put in front of me and keep staying faithful to the Lord. The third thing that I'm going to point you to is having a positive, encouraging self-talk. Becoming your biggest cheerleader is going to be huge in moving forward in growth in Christ because only you know all of your deep, dark secrets, right? And God, and only you know the way that you're motivated best. And so when we look at ourselves and we have our inner selves and we judge ourselves, we're critical of ourselves, we're, we're just talking bad to ourselves, we're not um, tapping into the renewed, redeemed person that God is making. Scripture teaches us that His mercies are new every day. And we do not extend that same grace and that same newness and freshness to ourselves every morning. So a lot of these feelings of being an imposter in your own life, they're really coming out of your own mindset. They're coming out of the way you're thinking about yourself. And that can be so toxic because here you're reading the scripture that says, you know, um, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And then you're turning it to be, oh, I'm just so tired and weak. Like that's what you're repeating on your in your mind. I'm so tired. Oh, this is so hard. And so that self-talk kind of trumps out what it is that you've been reading in the scriptures because the, it's louder what you're telling yourself than the scripture that you're reading. And so what we need to do is sort of flip that and learn how to have a self-talk that is empowered by the Holy Spirit, a self-talk that is inspired by God's Word, and begin to shape this, you know, identity in a way that is honoring to God. We are living in like an upside-down version of what we want. It's like those verses where Paul is saying, I, those things that I don't want to do, I do. And the things that I do want to do, I don't do. We're caught in, in that middle ground. And that's not going to thrust us forward into holiness. It's not going to thrust us forward to be who God has created us to be. And so when we have this mentality, when we're stuck thinking these thoughts, but then we're reading the scripture, but then we're not thinking the scriptural thoughts, and then we're getting all panicky, like nothing is coming, 
nothing good is coming from that, right? So I want to just encourage you to just stop and identify where you are. Now, I have not mentioned this very much on the podcast because I want this information, I want this podcast, I want these episodes to be inspiring and encouraging to you, and I want them to meet you right where you are. You may be feeling stuck, you may be feeling overwhelmed, you may be just reeling from transition to transition, a new mo- a new baby or a new job or a new church or a new position with a ministry that you're not um, comfortable with yet. You just ha- don't even know what you're doing with your life. But I know that God has given me the tools and He has equipped me to be able to coach you through how to get back on track get re-centered, and equip you with some tools that are going to help you connect your heart, mind, soul, and strength in a way that is generating joy and boosting your identity and fueling the power that you have in Christ. Like I am offering one-on-one coaching for two to three ladies. Um, If you're interested, just reach out to me text message. You can even reach out to me on social. And I would love to work with you. I'd love to have a conversation with you on how I can best help you and best serve you. But these three things and helping you figure out how to stop feeling like a fake are a great first steps to getting your mind from thinking that you're an imposter in your own life. So, Three ways to overcome your imposter syndrome in your life. Number one, acknowledge who you are in Christ. Number two, look at your past achievements. Write them down. Take a second and recognize how awesome that you are. And three, shift your self-talk, inner self-talk, and become your biggest cheerleader. Motivate yourself through positive thoughts and scriptural thoughts, thoughts that are true, that are honorable, that are lovely, all that the scriptures teach us about our thoughts because they can pull us away from the reality that we can only be only find in Christ. Okay, friends, I hope you have an excellent rest of the week. I've got a lot of topics and a lot of awesome content coming your way. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Generate Joy. If you know somebody who might benefit and be encouraged by this episode, go ahead and share the podcast with them. And it really does help other people find Generate Joy if you leave a starred review or a comment. So if you have two seconds, just scroll down to the bottom of wherever you're listening to your podcast right now and leave me a starred review. It would really bless me big to hear what you're thinking about Generate Joy and help the podcast be found by more women who are wanting to grow in their faith. All right, friend, have an awesome rest of your week.